Welcome to The Next Scene, the podcast where we take on pop culture one scene at a time. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm your other host, Brian. All right. Hi, Brian. And uh, we're, we're starting off the podcast with a holiday special for Thanksgiving. It's Home Alone for the Holidays, where we cover the uh, 1990 Christmas classic Home Alone in six easy pieces. It'll uh, be released coming in the, the days and weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. Um, so as you heard, this is uh, Sean and Brian. This is our podcast. This is kind of our first, the, the, the first bit of pop culture that, that we're, we're covering, the Home Alone. And uh, it's just a little trailer, a little introduction. I figure we start off with um, what this movie means to us, what our, what's our history with the Home Alone and, and why we chose to talk about it. So, uh, Brian, why don't you tell us, you know, what, what's your history? When did you first see Home Alone? Well, I first saw Home Alone when I was 10 years old. And this is an interesting story. It was over Christmas break from school. And you might know him, the one and only Uncle Harvey. Oh, yes. Yeah. Took, well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> took us to uh, the, the theater in Morristown over here in New Jersey. Our cousins. Hello, Josh, Jordan, and Rachel, if you're listening. Uh, we sure went, they are. <laughs> which, of course, they are. Uh, we went and saw it there. And it was just, it, it was great. I mean, as a kid, we talked about this a, a little bit in the episodes. You see it so differently. But it was for me. It was just like uh, almost like a, a, a wish film, and not so much losing the family, but just here's this kid <laughs> living alone, taking care of himself, fending off robbers. So it had a lot of that. It had a lot of the Christmas spirit that we've talked about, mm-hmm. and you know, it was just it's a it's a great family flick. And I've been watching it. I actually probably did not watch it. I would say for a good 10 years and then maybe the early 2000s i caught it i don't know caught it on hbo or whatever it may have been on and i was like well this is a really still a great movie i mean you have the nostalgia but Mm -hmm. it really holds up yeah so you but you knew from from that first viewing that this was i knew from the first viewing absolutely and then like a lot of people we the blockbuster got it in Mm -hmm. i'm sure i rented it probably 20 times uh, throughout the year. Yeah. And then just started making it a yearly thing. And I've probably been doing that for 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? We, when was your, uh, cause I know you, you weren't, you weren't in Jersey at this time to, to see it with the family. Yeah. So I'm a little bit older. I, I had moved away. I was in college when, when this came out and, uh, this is this. I don't know if this will surprise you. This surprised me. Uh, something I discovered quite recently is I think the first time I saw this movie was like two months ago. What? <laughs> now, this is this. I, you, it, let's back up. A couple of weeks ago, I was told shocking news would be deployed on this episode. <laughs> and yeah. this is it. Is this, are you shocked? This is, this shocking. is mind blowing. Because I, I had, we, we, you know, we've talked about this movie and... And we have never watched it together uh, in the past 20 years? Well, I, and I don't, because, and it, we'll talk about this when we get into the, the movie itself. So much of this movie, and particularly in the early 90s when it first came out, so much of this movie has sunken into just general pop culture 
I thought I saw it because I know, you know, there's the there's the the scene where Kevin's putting on aftershave in the mirror and the scream. There's the paint cans and all the 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 ruckus at the end with with the robbers and all the booby traps that he sets up. And I knew all that. So I thought I had seen this movie. And 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 part of the reason I wanted to do it uh, for this podcast. And so in in preparing for this, I'm like, okay, well, let me sit down and and not just watch it casually. Let me watch it and take notes and the way you watch when you're going to be doing a podcast on it. And so much of the movie was not familiar at all. And and there's a difference. There's something you forget and then someone reminds you and you're like, oh, I remember now. But watching right. it, the old man Marley stuff, that was all new to me. The, the, the South Bend shovel slayer, the, the, the church scene with with Kevin and Marley having their little heart to heart talk it did not ring a bell i didn't remember any of it all the the shopping stuff the cooking the laundry i'm like i don't remember any of this and i'm realizing like like an hour in i'm like i don't think i've seen this movie before because other than other than the the bathroom scene with the the aftershave and then maybe the the sledding down the stairs i'm like none of this is ringing a bell Remember any of this, and I figure in particular, and and if if you watch a movie when you're younger and you don't see it for a long time, is it it later? Some things are more memorable than others, but like the only things I remembered were things like, were, you know, were those in trailers? Were those in commercials? Did I did I not see this movie? I don't think I've seen this movie. Wow, until recently, because I know we've talked about it. Yes, I But I don't I think really... we've ever sat down as a family or just the two of us as brothers. Like, we've never watched it until quite recently. We, we sat down with our wives and we watched it. That's right. Um, but yeah, until sitting down to prepare for this podcast, I, I, <laughs> I actually I don't think I've seen this movie before. <laughs> which, go, which I think, you know, it, it goes to speak to how popular this movie was that you could just, just being around in 1990 and early 91, if you were just kind of walking through the mall, you, you might feel like you'd seen a movie, even if you hadn't, because it was everywhere at the time. That's right. I, for, for people that might not have been around or, or a little younger now that back in the nineties, I mean, when a movie like this hit, it, it was a huge phenom. I mean, it was everywhere. You could, like you said, you could not escape it. And this was uh, a little bit of uh, the Batmania was uh, mm -hmm. about a year before this. And that really propelled blockbusters in. And then this comes along and it was the same type of thing. I mean, it was everywhere. And the box office run was huge. Now a movie would be lucky to make it uh, a month in the theaters. This, Back then, yeah. months, a movie like this, months at a time. As, as we yeah, I think it was until June of 91 it was released what like you know for christmas or around That's thanksgiving right. in 90 and the following summer it was still in it was still in the top 10 um or top 20 for for box office like it was still bringing in for a long time and uh yeah i mean I, i'm trying to think of of like other cultural phenomenon these days that that maybe younger listeners can relate to. It's kind of like, like the game, like game of Thrones, mm -hmm. something like that, something where 
where even if you didn't see the movie or see the TV show, you're still like you'll still you'll see memes. People are talking about it. You kind of well, know think you saw the it. characters. Yeah, that you you. Know, <laughs> You see enough of it that you think you saw. So, um, yeah, it had me convinced. I I thought I had (laughs) saw it. I thought I'd seen it. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, none of this rings a bell. I don't think I've seen this before. Wow. I don't remember going shopping and running away from the cop, the toothbrush thing. Like all this stuff is like, I I don't know any of this. I haven't seen this. So here's a question for you then. So you've seen it. You you were thinking you've just saw it about two months ago Mm -hmm. how many times have you viewed it just just twice (laughs) um so beginning to end probably three times okay i I watched it that first time and i'm like wow okay you know this is a revelation and then we got together one weekend and and Mm -hmm. we watched it okay and then i watched it another time like start to finish now in preparing for the podcast, watching the different sections, I there's probably two, like two times through the movie in parts. But in terms of like just sitting down, start to finish without a break, I would say I think it's been three times in the past, maybe three months at this point. Okay, and is it something you think you will view each year now? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's another thing that kind of makes me think that maybe I really hadn't seen it is you're always a huge fan mm-hmm. and I, and I'm always, you know, if someone's passionate about something, I'll, I'll talk to them or I'll listen to them talk. You know, I, I will, I like that passion and I'll just kind of hang on to it. Oh, that's nice. But I don't know if you, if you notice, I was always listening. I would, you know, if we talk, we'll talk about like planes, trains and automobiles and it'll mm-hmm. be a back and forth or we'll talk about groundhog day and back and forth and, and other things that we talk about, and it's a back and forth. But when we talked about this movie, I would just be like, I would kind of nod in agreement to whatever you said, but it wasn't as much of a back and forth. And mm-hmm. I would, and and you'd be talking, and I was thinking, well, I'm glad that Brian enjoys this movie, but eh, you know, I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not excited the way he is. And now I realize maybe that's because I had never <laughs> seen it. Because <laughs> right. now I'm like, oh my, like I'm much more excited now. now you get having, it. right, right, you know. Whether now whether I had just, I, I mean, I, we know he, I wasn't there to see it in the theater with you. Mm-hmm. I suppose my memory is not the best. It's possible maybe I did see it in 1990, and I just haven't seen it in the 29 years since. But again, I I'm used to not having a great memory. I've not had a great memory for a long time, so I know the difference. But I know when I'm reminded of something that I should remember, and this isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I I did see it, but. Yeah, so now it's well, so fresh, fresh eyes. Now it's in my head, and I'm like, oh wow, this is I now I see what you've been talking about all these years. Okay, why, that, you, why you're good. so excited? Right, so that's yeah. good. So it, it, thirty years later, and it's still <laughs> this is your first time seeing it, and yeah. you you are blown away by it. So I mean, that's the answer. Why are we doing this movie? Right there, it it it's lasting forever. It, it has all the great themes and music and, and everything you'd want out of a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. And you're really into this. Like you have, you have a movie poster. Yes. I've got actually two of them <laughs> Oh, two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from this company called Mondo. It's a, a collector's website. They do a lot of um, vinyl releases for all, like they have home alone, Batman, a lot, a lot of, vinyl record releases they do a lot of artists draw prints for 
all different types of movies. And this released a couple of years ago and I picked up one and a couple of years before that I picked up another one. So yes, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a picture of it. We'll put it into the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we should post because it's an it's not just a movie poster. It's an interesting. It's like an artist rendition of right. Is it? Um, I guess it wouldn't be Art Deco because it's not like furniture. It is. It's a picture that you frame and you hang on the wall. But right. It's, it's, it's yeah. I mean, well, they do different styles, but they bring book. artists in and they do modern stuff or an impressionist stuff. They do, you know, it's a different take on not just the regular poster that you'll see right. as you're walking into the theater and stuff but uh right. really interesting stuff but i i'll recommend to anybody to check out mondo.com because they do have a lot of very interesting movie posters mm-hmm. buttons like i said vinyl records yeah well and the movie posters tend to sell out really quickly because they're they're very high quality it's very good art mm-hmm. uh, on top That's of right. they're doing it for these popular movies but yeah yes. they, they tend to sell out so if, if it's a movie you're interested in and they do a poster, definitely uh, jump in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, if, if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I mean, now that I've seen this movie, I I really do like it. It's like you said, it, it touches on a lot of the traditional uh, holiday, you know, holiday themes of family and togetherness and, and giving and um, kind of love and acceptance for one neighbors and, and, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. not being afraid of, of people and things that are different or that you don't understand. But there was some, this is, there's some unique things. There's some things that different, different that I don't know of a lot of holidays, holiday movies do. And particularly the, the lone part, you know, home that's yes, pretty much every holiday movie. It's home. It's trying to get home and being home and and that stuff. But the alone part, because the the value now just the now talk about a, a, a movie that we did uh, for Thanksgiving last year, the planes, trains, and automobiles. That you know that's about someone who's who maybe wishes he was alone, but he's not alone. But he's trying to get home, and it's really focused on on getting home and not being home is is suffering and it's a bad thing where here i think that it puts more value in the alone part that you know that there are bits that that kevin kevin had to be alone to 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 grow up to learn to be self-sufficient and usually it's you're apart from your family and it's the absence makes the heart grow fonder it's mm-hmm. you you miss your family and then you um, you value them more because they're away. And there's some of that here too, that, that Kevin values his, you know, he's, he's upset and he's mad at his parents um, in the beginning of the movie. And then he, he learns to value them a little bit more because mm-hmm. he misses them. But there's also it, it, you know, a lot of, he does a lot of growing up and there's a lot of good time that, that he's, you know, even if, even if he, even if they didn't have the argument in the beginning and he wasn't upset at his parents and he wasn't so glad to be home alone at first. Um, and, and it didn't, you know, it didn't have that angle to it. Like he's, there's still a good lesson there. He still grows. He becomes more confident, more brave and self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he faces some of his fears. Definitely. And I thought that was like, a, you know, kind of a different angle or an additional angle. In addition to missing the people, you're not really appreciating that time home alone. Um, Right. I, yeah. I thought it was special. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's a great point. 
that yeah he basically it, all of their movies they're going to go through and they're going to grow as a family as a couple as, mm-hmm. as friends in most christmas movies and here it's he's alone he's he's just got to learn on his own and he grows through his situations and being alone is part of the fun and you know part of the problem <laughs> yeah yeah it's you know the yeah and it, it's a it's a pretty mature take on something that it's it's good and bad and and i think kevin realizes it pretty early on like you know he has the art family and he doesn't like his older siblings and he's you know he's the youngest of the family and he kind of gets picked on so he's he's certainly glad to not have them around but i think like like pretty quickly there's the the flip side of that he's like well you know he doesn't he doesn't want them you know, he doesn't want them to be away forever. He doesn't want to be alone forever and, and never see them again. Right. Um, and and so it's like the old, uh, you know, staying in school is easier than than the real world. He's he's now on his own and he's he's got to go food shopping. He's got to do his laundry. Yeah. He, so you really get that, that I don't think in other movies they would have played up as much. I mean, just the mundane. Well, now you've got to go out and you've got to cook dinner and all that that stuff. So you're right. It, it is a unique take. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. Not a lot of movies have um, where you just see the protagonist doing chores. <laughs> um, you know, doing yeah, the doing the laundry and the shopping and kind of the mundane around the house everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of speaks to, I mean, all through it from from John as a writer, Columbus as a director. Um, Macaulay Culkin as an actor to carry a movie and make it interesting and compelling to just watch this kid. And, and it's a nice mix of one of the things that gets me on a lot of, I don't know if traditional is the right word, I guess more mainstream or a lot of the holiday fair, mm-hmm. the precocious kid. And, and maybe that's because I'm getting older that I'm losing my patience for just the the kids that know way more than they should and they're way more capable than they ought to be knowing a little bit more and being a little bit more capable than you should be at a young age can be funny it could be entertaining but a lot of i think a lot of movies and and especially TV shows a lot of TV shows just mm-hmm. take that too far whereas this is it rides that line where there's 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 some things where you're like okay really an 8-year-old kid on his own um, especially from what we see from him the first night, the way he acts when his family's around. But a lot of it is it's it's very realistic. It's showing him, uh, you know, showing him figuring things out, kind of feeling his way through learning as he goes, um, you know, the way we all do the first time we're on our own. And I think, you know, it's kind of a realistic, very close to realistic. Obviously, there's some some bits of it, particularly at the end. Where they they take some liberties, uh, but that's okay because it's a movie, it's entertainment, it's not a documentary. But <laughs> right. but at no point do I think am I really pulled out of it, going, oh my god, no way, you know. Except you know, I mean, some stuff like okay, there's no way someone gets hit in the head with an iron and then a paint can, and they're not just completely you know unconscious, concussed, you know, out of commission. But other than that, you know, which that's slapstick. That's a separate exactly. thing. Yeah, you know, right. within that genre. It must be exaggerating. Exactly. The the emotion of that scene is is they're attacking the house. He's trying to get away. I mean, yeah. the little details. Yes, yeah, some some people could nitpick and say, well, they'd be dead by now. Well, but yeah. the emotion of the scene is he's defending his house, and it's funny and it's slapsticky. 
And I think yeah. that comes across rather than, well, you know, no, now his, uh, his eye should be sealed shut because, uh, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, I think they, they, that is set up like they, like they kind of know, they let you know, okay, we're entering, we've had our realistic section where we have an eight-year-old kid who's kind of acting like an eight-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And if it's exaggerated, all right, maybe he's acting 10 instead of eight. Like maybe he's a little bit smarter than he he should be, but not a lot. And right. then there's the line. It's like, okay, but now we've left reality and we're in slapstick land. Right. And the rules change. And so they can, they play by those rules because it's a different world kind right. of thing. Right. But yeah, so I think, so that's, that's, that's another thing that struck me and, and why I really enjoy it, that it's, um, yeah, it's not, it's not create until you get to slapstick land, you spend most of the movie in kind of the, the quote unquote real world, the, the movie real world. So I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's a great movie. Yeah. So I could see this as people will, as people will see, as we cover the entire movie in six easy parts. Yeah. Yeah. Six easy pieces. So the, the movie itself, um, it happens, I think it's four days. It's, it's not a full, it's not the full 96 hours, but it starts, it's Tuesday night when the McAllisters are having that crazy dinner before, mm-hmm. uh, leaving for their, their, uh, holiday in Paris. And then the family reunion on Christmas morning is Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was, there, there's, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of, I figured I didn't think doing this by the day would really do it justice to kind of squeeze it into four parts. So we stretch it out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it. Yeah. Six parts. Um, and those will be coming out two uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. So two episodes a week in the three weeks leading up to, to Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. And so um, if you're, if you're listening to this, just stay stay where you are i mean because we're we're on you know it's it's in the uh the what the apple podcast and google play and stitcher and spotify and, and a couple others and all over the place but basically if you're hearing this just stay where you are and then there'll be more of of this coming with guests it's not just the two of us yes it's gonna be great and if you love the movie as much as we do and as much as sean a couple of weeks ago started to <laughs> yeah uh, you're gonna love it yeah and if if you don't love the movie Maybe you haven't seen it yet. Maybe that's why you don't. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe you think you've seen it because that's you've right. seen the commercials and and you know the you know you kind of know the memes. Although we didn't call them memes in the nineties, but right, um, you know the memes from the movie. But maybe you haven't actually seen it. So so see it and then listen and then we'll all we'll all love the movie t- together. Absolutely. Uh, so so anything else to to add, Brian? Uh, no, just that it's going to be a fun ride listening to this. We've and we've got a few other movies coming out for the holidays, and then we're going to start getting into even more different types of movies. Some of which you probably have even seen, if we're lucky. <laughs> and uh, I think we have a we're going to have a nice podcast here going. All right. Um. So uh, my final question is: Do we have a like a, a snappy sign off, like a witty thing? Like, what do we do at the end of the? Of each episode. Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> that's why I'm uh, asking. <laughs> <laughs> right. hmm, but that's a good question. Where do you yeah. sign off? I think we're gonna have to think on this. All right, we'll we'll think about it. And um but yeah, so so come back and maybe we'll have uh, an ending figured out. But if if nothing else, you'll you know you'll hear about home alone and you'll have a good time. That's right. All right. All right. 
Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <All right. laughs>